Hello and welcome to the Villa Talks podcast. Welcome to the late night ramble. Welcome. Welcome Unai Emery. Uh, big, big week for Villa. He's not on, is he? Is he on? <laughs> well, surprise, surprise. Is he really? Yeah, he's coming in, yeah. No, we just need Sam to uh, do a really mock Spanish accent. Oh, uh, God, no. We've had enough of that on, on Twitter, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's not, let's not go there. But um, how are you, boys? First off, better than last week, mate. Last yeah. week we were miserable, weren't we? Yeah, big time. Big and time. also, like, it was a bit of a waste of time. We were like miserable on the podcast for 45 minutes, me and you. And then we came off the podcast, and 10 minutes later, they sacked him. Yeah, <laughs> sure that broke the camel's back, I reckon. Yeah. Watch that. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, um, I, uh, I, I, I named the video and the, uh, well, luckily the pod. By the time the actually gave the audio pod out, it was he'd gone. But when I put the video up, it was uh, Steve and Gerald has to go, and everyone as soon as he went up, like literally five minutes later, everyone obviously is on Twitter. Uh, a bit late, mate. You know, it's happened. <laughs> you know, I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> to go back and edit it, you know, changes Steve and Gerard going, going, gone. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. How are you? Uh, well, let's let's uh, let's start from the beginning. So um, we're gonna we're gonna try and do it in the normal format ish, just because AJ really wants to do hero and villain of the week this week. Um, so AJ, oh, I'm, I'm actually doing it. Am I? You're gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna let you. Do it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, good. Um, just because you, you 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 know you I know you were you were half joking about doing it, but you're on the. Spot, I was, so yeah, but you, fine, I'll do it. Yeah. So, uh, plus, I get to use my crap videos that I uh, previewed uh, <laughs> last week that AJ thought were awful. But you know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't got around to changing them yet. So. <laughs> I was just in a bad mood next week, last week, mate. I'm sure they're, I'm yeah. sure they're great. But you know, yeah. I was just on a big downer. You know, no, the, the, yeah. they were a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, mate, come on. No, they, they were fine. You know. I, I was, all, I was in an equally bad mood, and I was just watching it. Right. So Missouri made it worse. Story? Yeah, all right. So uh, for everyone listening and watching, just um, be careful of your ears because I haven't changed yet. It's going to be very loud. Is new stories of the week. It's from the stands of Villa Park. It's not, it's not making a noise, mate. It's not working. You've done that wrong. I'll press, I'll press the wrong button, haven't I? Here we go. Uh... Big news story of this week. Well, there's two, isn't it, really? Steven Gerrard has gone. Unai Emery has come in. That is all we're going to talk about, really. But I just wanted to do the intro. I can't believe you've done the intro for that. It's not really news. Like, come on. It's not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's oh, not really Do you reckon news. there's anyone listening? Do you reckon anyone's yeah, listening? It's news. Oh, what? <laughs> what? You're telling me? They've sacked him. You, have you not seen the team of people? I got, did you not see the team of people working behind the scenes there, putting these stories together? Yeah. It's Jug- is it Jugsy? <laughs> Jugsy. He's, he's white. Yeah, he's, busy putting, he's busy putting your mum's telly off his day. Yeah. No, actually, I put the telly on and he came to the rescue because he dropped me off to my back home because I haven't got my car. Right. So, long story. But anyway, let's go back. <laughs> Anyone watching this, uh, watching this for the first time, this is very standard for us. You know, it takes us a good 15 minutes to actually get onto Villa. Unai Emery, we'll come on to him in a second. Firstly, we we didn't get your reaction, AJ, because obviously we finished the last week's pod uh, fairly early um, before you were sacked. What, what's your what was your immediate reaction when he went? I I, I was a little bit um, surprised by how quickly it happened. Um, 
obviously, you know, anyone who listened to the pod last week or watched the pod last week will know that I was pleased. He had to go. Um, he was taking the club nowhere but in the wrong direction. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I was just pleased that we we didn't mess about and we just got it done and he was gone. But I, I was surprised. I thought he'd get another game. Um, but it's clear from the stories that have come out that, you know, Zawiris being there, he was obviously furious with the performance um, uh, and, uh, was, you know, just wanted to take action straight away um so oh uh any positive thoughts please gents so yeah uh it is, it, on that front yeah positive i, I think it, you know he had to go he, the owners were decisive anyone who's been saying uh the owners have lost interest that they're not you know uh they're not pushing for the project in the same way that they were previously that they've lost their ambition any of that it's nonsense. Uh, it's always been nonsense, but I, I think how decisive they were in that move uh, when it finally came to it, arguably they could have done it three, four months ago um, mm. or longer. Uh, but when it came to it, they were decisive. They got it done and they've obviously got the appointment lined up very quickly as well. Emery said today uh, in his uh, final press conference at Villa, Villarreal, um, that we'd first contacted him on Friday. So mm. to me, he it seems like he was our first choice um, or certainly amongst the first choice uh, options. Um, you know, it seems like we did contact Amarim as well for what the news stories are talking about, but we um, pulled out of that fairly quickly. It, it feels like um, uh, Emery was certainly one of our top choices, uh, if not the first choice, if we were already in contact with him on. Friday um and yeah you know d again decisive just no haggling no negotiating like this is his release clause right we'll pay it let's crack on um mm. and that's you know that's what we needed really like, there's no point hanging around yeah no definitely and um I, I think we've seen I think Greg Evans put something out around the number of days it's taken us to hire a new manager um when Steve Bruce was sacked getting Dino in and Gerard and now Unai Emery and um you know fair play to them they've obviously uh, again, as AJ says, showing their ambition, showing that they're not, you know, not resting on their laurels and, and they, they want success end of the day. And um, I mean, Unai Emery was, it seems from reports and what, what's been said that he was on a list of three, probably of elite coaches um, that uh, Villa wanted, elite in terms of, you know, obviously Villa's own thinking, but Poch being one, Tuchel and, and then Emery. And to get one of those three, I think, um, shows you again, the ambition of the club and to get him in so quickly. Uh, and considering Unai Emery um, obviously um, rejected Newcastle last year, Carl. Um, and Spurs uh, the year before, didn't he? As Spurs, well? Spurs the year before. Actually, was it early this year? earlier this year? It wouldn't have been Newcastle. But but uh, do you think situation helped us? Because obviously uh, when he rejected Newcastle, they were in the Villarreal in the Champions League um, going, going all guns blazing. Um, and obviously now, uh, probably not in as good a position. Uh, maybe Villa was a much more attractive proposition now compared to what Newcastle was back then. Yeah, um, I think I've read that actually one of the big decisions there was he wanted to spend more time with his um, son. And I think mm. that was one of the reasons he didn't take the Newcastle job. I was all, I was hoping that it was because morally he wouldn't um, accept the job um, for that monstrous club. Um, but uh, he, he managed uh, PSG, so I don't, think, uh, I don't think it was a moral <laughs> decision. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think I, I, I think I mean I didn't think for one second he'd he'd come to us. I didn't think I, I thought he was someone we might have a word with and it'd be immediate no. Which seems like if we have asked um, Pochettino, that's what what he said. And um, I've kind of been seeing a lot of people talking about um, disappointment and going how you can go from sort of Park to Tuchel. And now to um, Emery, there's no clear vision. Yeah, Max, um, Del- Max Delaney was saying that on. Yeah, and Miguel, De- Miguel Delaney and uh, Sid Lowe oh, was sorry, Miguel, yeah. Miguel Delaney. Um, and I suppose if we was going for Tuchel, there's something to be said there. I mean, Pochettino and, and Emery, they play the same uh, formation. They both like pressing football. I mean, Tuchel, I could understand that there was. That's a bit of a. He's a completely different manager, but. And and we have spoke about it before that we we do need an identity going forward, so we're not in this massive change whenever it doesn't work out. Um, so I'm 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 kind of hoping that Tuchel was just a name that we kind of just sounded out, but didn't really ever ever really go in for him pro- properly. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm massively over the moon. Um, I think he's he's better than a better manager than. Um, any I imagined we could get. I thought the best we could get was probably Brendan Rodgers. So massively surprised, really happy. Um, and I think he's probably the best coach we've attracted hmm. for maybe, maybe, maybe ever. Sort of yeah. worldwide. Well, certainly in the Premier League, if you look at his, um, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I'd say. I'd say maybe O'Neill at the time, obviously. Worldwide, though, sort of. Worldwide. Yeah, European, yeah, yeah. 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 European level. Yeah. But I, I think at the time, O'Neill, you know, it was he was very much a manager on the up and seen as a kind yeah. of, you know, elite manager of the future. But, uh, you I know, think... splitting hairs, splitting hairs, really. Certainly in yeah. terms of CV, he's the strongest manager we've ever, we've ever brought in, isn't he? Yeah. Look, looking forward to us ruining him. <laughs> yeah, okay. can I can I roll out my usual thing yeah, when you get a new yeah. manager that is no yeah. no manager since Graham Taylor first time around has left Villa with a better reputation than they came in with. Yeah. So good luck Unai. But uh, sorry, positive vibes only on this pod. But positive vibes only. I do Jared like to roll Levy, that one out. Who uh, Jaden Levy, who regularly listens to the pod, is he said cautious optimism, which I think is. Um, the name of the game for most Villa fans, isn't it? No, um, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not even being cautious. No, I'm. I'm sick of being cautiously optimistic. I'm. I'm on, all in. All I'm all in. This on. is the last manager now. If he fucks up, I'm giving up. I'm. I, I'm, I'm giving. Well, up the last manager ever. ever. Just the last. If if he's the if he doesn't uh, make us any good, then we might as well all fucking leave it. What are you going to do? Give up on football in total, or are you going to? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll support a lo- local team. Yeah, um, Selly Park or, FC or, or something. Or, like. or something. Don't don't dox me, mate. Everyone knows. Selly Park, mate. Well, you could join me down Hell's Own Town if you want, mate. Um, yeah, they're top of the league at the moment, so good this option. Is a, this is not a Hell's Own pod, boys. Come on, up the else. Uh, I bet uh, there's a couple of other listeners out there who also. Yeah, like there's loads. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Um, so lots of comments um, coming in. Very, everyone's very excited. I think on, on the main, um, or you know, contrary to what Talksport are saying, um, <laughs> you know, they were saying, "Oh, it's not really one to get." Villa fans were underwhelmed. I think was the phrase used, but bullshit, yeah, bullshit absolute bullshit. Um, some talk around Perslow's involvement as well. Danielle uh, commenting, "There's been quite this uh, this sacking round. Is he in the doghouse job on the line or just embarrassed?" Um, 
does very much feel like, and I suppose credit if, if Perzo has been involved, um, which I imagine he, he must have been given he's a CEO, then you know, credit where it's credit credit where it's due, especially since we've been quite critical of him. But it does, I don't know what you feel, AJ, but it does feel like it this is like the owners stepping in and stamping their authority a little bit more. Yeah, well, Zawir specifically, because obviously he was there at the game. It feels like the sacking, you know, as far as you can tell, reading between the lines, it feels like the final decision to sack Gerard probably came from him more than it did Perslow. Um, that, that whole storming out, uh, you know, the story goes, which I think it was came, mostly came from Ashley Priest. Hmm. Um, stormed stormed out uh, at half time, and then Perslow followed a bit later. Um, so, uh, you know, reading between the lines, there it does seem like there was some disquiet amongst the board, uh, and it wasn't just a case of um, them all being a bit annoyed with the performance and and all of that sort of stuff. So. So, yeah, who knows? Um, and again, you know, we were talking about Langer and his role earlier as well. How much of a role has he had in all, in all of this? And, you know, how much of a role has he had over the last year in terms of the signings and all that sort of stuff? They're not the sort mm. of signings we expected from him when he came in with the track record that he, he had previously in terms of, you know, buying players young and selling them on at a profit and, and so on. So it's, it's always really hard to know what's going on um, at that board level. But it, it does feel like, as there would be, I guess, in any business when things aren't going well, some tensions between the people who own it and the people who they have trusted with running it, if the decisions the people you've trusted with running it are are not... <laughs> Are not looking great, um, but again, you know, in terms of getting the getting the job done, in terms of hiring a new manager, um, if Perzo has been involved on that front, you again, you can't fault it because it's it's gone so it's gone so smoothly. Um, and in terms of hiring, as you said, in terms of hiring Gerard last time, that went very smoothly. Just he was as we suspected he might be at the time was totally the wrong man from the for the job, but we got it we got it done very efficiently. So from a sort of day-to-day running of the business i suppose you know doing that very doing that very well similarly i guess with transfers they might be the wrong transfers but we're getting them done on the whole fairly quietly you know things like the kamara deal all of that sort of stuff so in terms of the kind of day-to-day functioning of the club i think we're still doing that very well it's just whether some of the more strategic decisions behind that are right uh, mm. this feels like it is but some of the ones over the past certainly 12 months, um, obviously we've questioned along the way. Yeah, but do you think, Carl, we've been we've been harsh on the the higher-ups um, on this pod at times? Um, you know, you're all, all, there's always going to be mistakes um, in football. Uh, not every decision is going to be perfect. Um, obviously, the trajectory of the club since Gerard, or well, I suppose since Ings was signed, seemed to be going the wrong way. Um, but we have signed Diego Carlos. We have signed Bubakar Kamara. Uh, the academy uh, rebuild, I suppose, if you like, is continuing. Uh, and um, you know, some of the players who are out online are doing really well. For example, stuff going on behind the scenes with the with the with the ground, um, the new badge design, etc. I know these are probably small things in the grand scheme of things. But do you, do you think we've been a little bit harsh? And do you think do you think Perslow, the owners, do you think they deserve a little bit more credit? I I started to criticise the owners a, a bit per, personally, so and I certainly now feel like that was harsh and completely wrong. I mean, hmm. th- this 
disappointment doesn't show. I, I feared they'd become absent and lost a bit of interest. This, as AJ said at the beginning, that it's clearly not the case with disappointment. Um, Perslow, no, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think we're being harsh on Perslow. This was his his little pet project, wasn't it? Like, it, yeah. you can't just you can't you can't push forward with something that you want personally to happen when there was fans. I mean, you know, us, this part, we said from the beginning, most of us, we won't mention <laughs> that, he's not here. <laughs> we knew, we said. He's very, very, very active. Comments. He is watching. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. we said what the issues would be. It weren't just, we weren't just going there going, oh, it probably won't work out. We said exactly what it would be like. And, hmm. and, and that happened. And it's the fact that he couldn't see it. And I think, I think what annoyed me the most was before the Fulham game, when it was just like, oh, he's going to get two games. Why? Hmm. Why are you saying that? Like, if we lose, I, at the time I was saying, if we lose four or five nil against Fulham, surely he can't stay. And then, so then, you know, that we would, they, they give us a, a good beat. And then they decided, what? Yeah, but who decided at that moment? I, I don't think it was Perslow that suddenly decided he's got to go now. It, 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 you know, it, it was, it was, um, it was the owners, wasn't it? So I don't, I don't think he's, I, I don't think we've been too harsh on him. I, I'd be surprised if he gets away with, with this, with, with his job intact. Um, so really, no, do, you think, do, you think, do you think that's I, serious? I think, I think he should, I think it should be in question. This, he's, yeah. Like, and it's not, it's not just the making the mistake. It's the reason he made the mistake. Is is a, is a star chaser, isn't he? Like he, he, he loves that. Whole, it was the the video. We all liked that video we did when you, use the, use the phrase you wanted to use. You can use star fucker. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, like that video, and we were all at the time thought, oh, that's good. But if you think about it, why is he on camera? He, he was in. He was also on um, Talksport that following week as well, talking about it. Why is our CEO, active CEO, going on in Talksport talking talking to them about club business? Just 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 do your job. Like you don't need the attention, and 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 I would, I genuinely would be surprised if he gets away with um, keeping his job here. I, I mean, I said on on Twitter about his job being impacted, but what I what I remember that people thought I meant we should sack him. I think he's done a lot of good, a uh, hell of a lot of good, and, and some bad as well. Um, and and definitely, I think he should be questioned over these decisions he's made. Um, but but what I meant by that was maybe um, having a bit more onus on the footballing decisions on. Someone with a bit of authority and knowledge. I'm not necessarily saying Johan Langer because I'm not sure if he's the right personality. I don't know. I genuinely don't know because I don't know what he does day to day. Um, but someone who's a proper sporting stroke football director who's maybe not maybe not going to sit alongside Perslow, but you know, on a similar kind of level where Perslow can just take the, you know, he can get involved in big transfer decisions if he needs to, in terms of, you know, selling the club and to selling the vision and whatever it might be. Uh, end of day, he's the you know the, 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 the he's got the boots on the ground for the owners uh, in in that respect. But having someone who can who can actually has has a bit of knowledge, a bit like you know we've mentioned before, Edu at Arsenal, who actually has a knowledge, understands the game, who can make those footballing decisions, uh, rather than someone who who has no background in football but has heavily been involved in football and is heavily involved in footballing decisions here and in previous roles, and probably to the detriment of all those clubs, including us. So that that's what I that's what I meant, and and you know, so a lot of people I think you know, the mighty Juju who's saying, you know, Perzo is a net positive for the club. Yeah, he's a grown up. We've had some terrible ones previously, and I think that's a that's a really fair 
fair comment. Um, uh, well, I think it is, but when you're comparing him to like Keith Wyness and all of these jokers, then it's a it's a pretty low bar. So him being, him being yeah, better true, than yeah. them is not. Which isn't to say he doesn't also do some good stuff for the club. As, as we've said, like you know, when it comes to negotiating transfers, getting them over the line, doing that in the right way, um, etc. Um, I, I think you know, there's no argument that he's good at he's good at that stuff. Hmm. But as Carl says he obviously wants to have a kind of media presence and a public, you know, a public perception of him and all of that, which I don't think, I don't think we need. The other thing I would say is Unai Emery coming in is going to be interesting for how that kind of um, senior team, that senior team works and Mm. around Langer and all of that, because reportedly one of the big frustrations that Emery had when he was uh, at Arsenal was that he felt like he wasn't given enough control over things like transfer decisions and that some Mm. of those things were imposed on him uh, and he ended up having to work with players he didn't necessarily want, that he wasn't given enough support with things like the Ozil situation and stuff like that, where um, he felt then that subsequently, after they got rid of Emery, Arteta was given all of that control and given that that ability to bomb Ozil out and all of that sort of stuff. So it'd be interesting to see when he comes in uh, how that dynamic is going to work and whether he's going to want to have some say in, you know, if we have a football director or whatever, if he wants, if he's going to get any say in who that in who that is and what that relationship is and, and whether he can work with someone like Langer or someone like Perslow or, or whatever it is. Uh, and presumably, given the experience he had at Arsenal, he is going to have asked for some reassurance uh, that, that he's not going to be in that situation uh, again, coming back to the, coming back to the Premier League. And, and it's also clear, you know, when you look at him at Villarreal, that he's got such a close relationship with the owners there. Um, uh, obviously they've had this big emotional thing with their vice president, uh, sadly dying of leukemia in the last week or so as, as well. Um, so, you know, I, I think he's coming from a club where he has basically been given the full reins to do everything presumably he's he's asked for a similar situation um here uh and it'd be interesting to see how that dynamic now plays out because that's certainly not how perslow has has uh seemed to want to work in the past he's wanted to have a big presence and you know be the be the guy yeah, so let's let me let's go back to Emery then. We've had we've we've talked about Perslow enough on the, on this pod, and and you can see there in the comments, it's a real mixed bag of what people think of him. Um, I definitely think his um, his reputation has taken a hit because of this uh, with with most Villa fans. But at the end of the day, he has done a lot of good um, as well. So, but let's let's move on to Emery, and a lot of people are asking, you know, what what can we realistically achieve um, under? Under Emery, Emery's management, you know, Sean Fitzpatrick there asking the question, a few others asking the question. Sean follows up with sort of top 10 cup win, nice way into Europe. Obviously, he's 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 thrived well in the league as well in terms of his win percentage. You know, you look at Arsenal, um, his record there. On the face of it, you know, he was ridiculed really, wasn't it, at Arsenal? Um, but, you know, had a 55% win ratio, finished fifth just outside the, I think, two points off third. Um Went on an 11-game winning run in this first season. Um, seems very much that Ramsey getting injured in his team cost them, uh, and they could never recover from that. Obviously, runners-up in the Europa Cup couldn't quite go uh, as far as he did with Sevilla or Villarreal. Um, 
but on the face of it, you know, a pretty good record, um, 76% win ratio with PSG. Obviously, I know it's PSG in a one-horse league, I suppose, on the face of it. But again, you know, um, it's a pretty, good, pretty good win ratio there as well. And in this, I think, the second season, 106 goals they scored. Um, for, for someone who's meant to be a pragmatic manager, that's, uh, that's fairly fairly exciting on the on the, on the, on the face of it what what kind of uh what would what you AJ what do you think we could uh, we can achieve under Unai Emery um and then and then also what kind of what kind of football do you think we can expect under him as well uh, what do I think we can achieve in what time frame mate what's well the, uh, oh, okay let's look at so the rest of the this season, season the rest, or... rest of the season and he's, he's signed a three and a half year contract so uh, yeah this season okay. in terms of what what we what you should be trying to aim at given given the squad and given where we're at um, and then so, over, over his tenure, potentially over his contract length, what do you think he can achieve? So this season, I mean, you know, we're not a million miles off. It's still early enough in the season that, you know, what are we, three points off the top half or whatever it is? You know, you've only got to go on a bit of a decent run to to, to improve. But I do think we need to be realistic and we need to be patient this season. Uh, we're going from a coach who, by his own admission, does not, coach the players himself and relies on his support team uh, mm. to do that to a manager who is obsessed with detail, wants to be involved with everything, um, is going to coach the living daylights out of the players, you know, all about, you know, uh, pressing trigger movement, all about um, spacing, all about structure, all of those things we've been complaining that were completely absent under Gerard. We're going completely to the other extreme. And that is going to take time to implement. And it's also, you know, he's going to need to look at the squad and decide whether he's got the players to implement that sort of system that he he wants to play. So obviously, we've been appalling so far this season for most of it under Gerard. So I expect to see an improvement and an improvement fairly quickly. And I expect to see us move up the league. And I would hope to see us be comfortably mid-table by the end of the season. Um, but uh, we all know that mid-table is very contracted. So being comfortably mid-table without much change in results can mean you're 12th or it can mean you're 8th. And I think anywhere in that range, I would consider a success for him this season. Um, I think it might be an advantage for us the weird season with the Winter World Cup because he'll have that time with a lot of the players. Obviously, if, if there will be some of our players going to the World Cup, but not loads and loads of them. He'll have a good number of the squad still to work with across that across that period, which I think will give us a good chance to uh, implement that that new system. Um, so I think that might work in our in our favour, uh, having got him in before before the World Cup. But I think we need to be patient. Um, and yeah, over the next two, three years, it's exactly what we think the project, what we've been told the project should be. We should be aiming, you know, in the next couple of years to be consistently in the top half of the table um, and towards the end of that contract, you'd certainly be hoping we're pushing for Europe, qualifying for Europe. But I, don't, I think, you know, we can't expect that to happen overnight. No, definitely not. Um, definitely not. And I think, I think, again, we've talked about the ambition of the owners and I think, um, this is a long-term project at the end of the day. It needs to be a sustainable project. It's not, a, you know, get Europe this year, or sorry, next year, and then fall away. It's it's trying to build a club that can continue to challenge for those positions. I think that's the that's the key uh, there. Um, and, and, you know, again, a bit like signing Ings, a bit like signing Luca Dean, Coutinho, as well as, or as badly as they've gone. Again, it's a similar kind of 
premise in that they're looking for a manager who's already at the top level. Uh, and, you know, the point we made, AJ, on, on the previous pod, uh, just before Jared was sacked, was around, you know, the, sort of the analogy of, you know, buying buying Brian of having a Formula One car and then getting a rookie to drive it, you know, and that's pretty much what we did with Jared. Now we've got a, a seasoned pro driving it, someone who's won titles in Europe, who has experience, someone we probably should have got when we hired Gerard, but again, circumstances probably would have meant that we might not have got him at that time. And maybe it's worked out in our favor. Maybe we have yeah, to go through the pain of Gerard to, to get to this position. I don't think we could have got Emery at that time, but you know, mm. we said, we said at the time, someone with experience, you know, all that sort of, that's what we were, we, you know, so we could have got a similar sort of manager, but anyway, let's not go over yeah. all that again. Uh, oh, Sanjay, happy Diwali, lads. The light burns bright. Our glorious club, Chuck the Villa, Chuck the Villa, and welcome, Unai. Happy Diwali, Sanjay, to good you. Uh, yeah, good, good week for you, for you boys. Uh, I won't talk about the cricket. It was a tough, tough day for me. Tough day for the Iqbal household on Sunday. That was India Pakistan. Great game, though, for the neutral. Um, uh, Carl, let's just talk about some of the impact on the players now. Um, so Unai Emery's come in. We've seen what uh, Danks did at the weekend, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about the Brentford game in a, in a little while as well. Um, big, 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 big decisions made at the weekend. Uh, McGinn, Ramsey, changing formation. Uh, a lot of reports uh, that Unai Emery. The reason why we we hired him was his uh, his um, his use of the four two three one formation, sometimes four four two formation, and using the double pivot. We saw that with the Brentford game. Um, Max, AJ, your mate Max. Will anyone miss the inverted fullbacks? Full, full <laughs> <laughs> Don't think any. Uh, yeah. Nice one, Jess. Like a hole in the head. Um, how, how, do you th- how do you think it will impact the players and trying to get the best out of the players as well? Um, Gary, in mind what we saw on, on Sunday against Brentford. I um, the certain players that I worry for. Um, McGinn, I have a worry where he's going to he's going to fit in. Um, Kamara coming back, um, you, you, you'd you think that um, Kamara and Louise are going to be the, the double pivot with, mm. and then you've got Dendonka who just had an absolute stormer in his full debut, who's going to be vying for one of those two places. The, the only, you, can, you can only see McGinn as sort of the backup number 10 to see if he works, because I think Emery likes a, a number 10 who, whilst creative, also is a big part in the press. Um, but Buendia, that's literally his game. Like he'll be brilliant at that. Um, so there's, there's some players that I really worry for. Um, real random reviews, as mentioned. Then I was I was going to mention it myself about wondering if he'll let them have ketchup. And I'm wondering if, if that was McGinn's superpower. Maybe he really, really liked ketchup because he's been shit since he hadn't been able to have any on his on his uh, on his burgers. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I think, I, you know, Ashley Young's been um, brilliant um, deputising for um, for Dean. But I, I don't, I, I don't know how Young would will, would would feature how how he would do in his in, in um, Emery's system. You know, he's he's thirty. What is he? What is he? Thirty eight now. Thirty-seven, I think, isn't he? He can't have. He can't have much. He's my age. He's my I mean, age. I hope he. Uh, I hope he does. I hope he plays forever. I mean, uh, to be fair, thirty-seven. I think I've, I've reached my peak. So, yeah, hour of football burnt eight hundred and sixty-two calories. So, you know, did did a fair fair job in an hour yesterday. So, I reckon, you know, I think I, you know, I, I last week I was marveling at Ashley Young and how great he is. But after my performance on Monday, I'm thinking actually, 
Was, was maybe, it, maybe 37's well, a new, new 28. Well, surely. What level was you playing at, mate? Oh, yeah, it's pretty competitive Monday night football eight sides, you know. Oh. It's pretty pretty decent, mate, you know, pretty decent surely, standard. Surely if you're burning more calories, then that means you're less fit. No, no just, I was covering more ground, mate. That's, that's Oh, right. okay. Oh, yeah, I'd like to, have you, you got the stats? You were in goal, wasn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you got, talk you amongst got yourselves. A, talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. Have you, got a, have you got a heat map for that performance, mate? Yeah, or? yeah. It's a big blob in the middle. Um, yeah. yeah, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. But yeah. Um, yeah, go on. What were you saying, Carl? Well, no, I, I was just I was just thinking that I'm just I'm really Cheek. Cheek. eager to get um Carlos and Kamara back in the team. Um I mean they're genuinely if 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 Emery was gonna come into the team and, and add those to the squad as his first two signings, you'd be delighted, wouldn't you? Mm, uh, mm. So it'd be and it'd, apparently Kamara's back on the grass as well. Yeah, yeah. Was, there was a picture of him back, at, uh, uh, back racing for Aston Villa. I think the uh, yeah. auto translation auto was. translation from Le Keep says. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I, I was thinking, I was wondering about the um, the formation um, on against Fulham, and I wonder if I wonder if we changed it to that in a kind of. Emery, because we apparently we spoke to Emery. You said he'd already kind of made his mind up on Friday as soon as, mm. as soon as we asked him. So did we? Did we say this is the formation that you play? This is how we can play, and then we demolished. I like to think that's what happened. I like to think that Aaron Dank said, "Here's the here's the blueprint." Coming. Come I mean, in. I mean, it does show you a little bit, a bit of you of um, discontent, maybe in, the, in between the between the staff, maybe even the players as well. As well, I'm not, I'm not going to go back onto over over old ground. We've talked about Gerald already. I don't want to go over old ground, but the isn't fact that he, just, he changed, just, changes so rapidly and isn't it just that, isn't it just cause that it was completely obvious to literally every person? If we can see his four two three one, then I don't understand yeah. how someone who's who's done the coaching badges has gone through, you know, a football uh, career like Gerald's gone. I, I just can't believe they couldn't see that. It was just I can't. I can't remember when we first started saying it, but it was definitely last season. You know, there was like, look at the players we've got: four, two, three, one. You know, drop McGinn; he's out of form. With the best will in the world, we're obviously interested observers of football, but none of us are ta- tactical experts, are we? No. <laughs> we we could see you're, it. You're the, you're the closest we've got, AJ. Well, point. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, Actually, no, sorry, Yaro, Yaro's a European footballing expert, isn't he? That's true. He is. Yeah, just because yeah. he's Pol- Polish. Um, uh, cheers, Sam. I believe in you. Someone should get scared. Oh, yeah, I agree. I reckon I could do a job. No, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Brian, sorry, I've got. I'm not going to talk about this. Brian. First time seeing the other two lads, I just see Carl was Alan Smith with a fake name. <laughs> 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 did, 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 are you the one recording the, the uh, FIFA FIFA commentary when he keeps talking about yeah, him yeah, playing I, for Aston Villa and how much yeah. how he's fond of the club? Is that you? Yeah. It is, yeah. This isn't even my real accent. This is fake. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Should get really me in Peaky good. Blinders. Yeah, yeah. But oh, did I read somewhere about Emery learn English by watching Peaky Blinders? Don't yeah, yeah, did, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he did. How, how apt? Yeah. How apt? He's not a Villa, Sevilla, Villarreal, Villa. Perfect. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, and he, man, and he managed David David Villa as well. Remember that? That's the yeah, one. David Villa, David Villa. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Um, so uh, a few people have asked about um, assistant coach David Styles has asked as well. Um, so rumours that it's a European Cup winner and has Premier League experience. Um, now I said on Twitter, Santi Cazorla. Now I'm not saying he's he's, he's won the, the European Cup, but in terms of the Euros with Spain rather than the European Cup Champions League. 
my thinking was Guillaume Balaguer would would just call it the Champions League if he'd won the European Cup, if that, that makes sense, rather than say calling the European Cup, unless it's someone who won the European Cup before it was a Champions it League. It might, it might also mean a, U, a European Cup, as in it could well, be the Well, Santi Cazola's won the Intertoto Cup, so... I thought, um, I thought that he had an established team so that he tended to bring in. He has, apparently so. he'll be bringing another uh, assistant coach. Assistant did you manager. watch that? Did you watch that? Did you look at, watch the part? I mean, it I did... I not yet, no. Well, I recommend I had, everyone I watching little, it. No. Yeah, I had a little no. watch, and um, it was very interesting. But parts of it, it made me think... He's just making this up. He, but Gian Balaga does make things up. Like he, yeah, there he was does. a bit where we went, oh, when when was I talking to him again? Sunday. And he went, oh, yesterday. All oh, time flies. And I was like, you're making this up now. Just because he's Spanish doesn't mean he knows every Spanish person in the world, which is what, no, no, well, some, which what... Is some sort of pundits expected. But well, what's that's... his face? He knows every person in the world, doesn't he? Um, who's the other the tapping merchant? Um... Romano. Fabrizio. Yeah, Romano. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Clarence Blue, um, big fans of their podcasts. Um, uh, so I recommend. I haven't watched it yet, but I always recommend their their content. So yeah, check it out. I'll have a, I'll have a watch good. later. I'll have a watch later. So it's a great coup there to get Balaguer in and talk about. Obviously, it'd be Sorry, mate, what? what did you say there? Coup. It's a... Hmm. Great coup. Oh, it sounded like you said coop, that's all. And just making sure you uh um, oh, oh, make sure it wasn't another oh, make sure okay. it wasn't another Didier Six moment, mate. Didier just, Six. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that, can I just say so people haven't watched the pod. We had a we had a late we used to when we first year we started the pod, we had a room one oh one segment um where you'd pick three things to go into room one oh one and it could be anything like um Carl had our throw ins, for example. Um every um, throw in we've ever taken. Every throw in we've ever taken, sorry. That was the thing. But I, I named it Didier Six. Just didn't he put ball? Didn't he put ball boys in as well? I did. Ball boys, yeah. yeah. Ball, 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 ball girl. Outrageous. Or ball gender neutral. Um, yeah. yeah, Just, ball. just any, just anyone who's anyone who's been ball children, ball people, ball children. Yeah, they're normally ball. children, though, aren't ball they? Guys, guys is like. A, yeah, you can't say guys. guys. Oh, yeah. Not allowed. No, guys is uh, gendered, mate. Sorry. It is. It is. Yeah, I get in, I get in trouble for that as well because I but, use but, it. But, 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 I, I think we should avoid the, the subject. To be fair, uh, yeah. just say just say bull bull people. Um, yeah, I've, I've say people? We say people. We can say people. We can say people. We can say people. Um, but yeah, it was a. It was originally it was because you, you had six choices. You could do six things that go in, which obviously was too much because it takes too long. That's why I called it Didier Cease. But I knew it was Didier Cease, but I called it Didier Six to fit in with the six. You understand? But CS is right. just six in French, and you know, I know. I everyone, everyone knows GCSE. French. I personally think our listeners are of a level that they would still yeah, get yeah, the, what yeah. the segment means from that, mate. But you know, maybe, if you feel the need, maybe. if you feel the need to dumb it down, then that, that's up to maybe you. The villain, that's, maybe the villain. That's fine. Um, Sam, Sam Cleary, and real ran, uh, really random reviews comments there. Um, Sam's right; they did hire McPhee on the back of my criticism, um, and. And not long afterwards, we tried Matty Cash uh, with a long throw, just the once where we scored an overhead kick and then just did never do it again. Ballers. There we go. That's good, isn't yeah. it? Ballers. That's good. It sounds too much like um, a shit social media channel trying to talk about football. Well, I just like to assume that Benjamin there is just referring to us as ballers. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, safe. Yeah, peeps yeah. is a good one. Peeps. Peeps. Yeah. Ball peeps. Ball peeps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Her- Thanks. Her- 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 Gomez uh, says Brummy accent needs work, Carl. Yeah, come yeah, on, Carl. Working on it, mate. Working yeah. on it. Come on. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is getting 
certainly off track now, isn't it? Uh, so a few shouts of assistant manager, Rafa Benitez. I don't think it's going to be in. Jimmy Trorore, Sam. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Who else um, has someone, got a European I, Cup? David May? We could get David May in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Steve Gerrard? He said it was going to be exciting. It's Steve Gerrard, yeah. Um, I'd be excited by David May. Would you not? Uh, Ronnie Onsen? Did he get one? No. Villa, well, he's a Villa. He's a Villa, former Villa player, obviously. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wonder who I said Santi Cazorla just because I thought he might have meant the Euros. But um, to be honest, mate, I have just not to ruin your segment, but I don't really care about this one. I don't like whoever we get. Right, let's go. Should we go? go Literally just guessing. So, let's finally, he's doing well, though. He's doing well. I uh, had a little Insta exchange with him. Um, on on, what do you mean he's doing well? What's he doing? Here we go. He's, Come on, uh, Perslow. You don't have to keep dropping names of. No, oh, look at me. I'm sure Dwight York. I'm messaging him. Ah, uh, but the reason why I was saying that was because I was congratulating him because um, of something he did, and I can't remember what it was. And <laughs> but he's been on our. So like that that David O'Leary quote, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are you doing? To put me game? forward for something or whatever. Yeah. When, yeah. when you get when you get when you get back in the game. Um, anyway, yeah. um, he's been on our pod, obviously. So. Um, if you haven't seen that, check it out. Dwight York, the late night ramble, it's called. Uh, it was a great conversation me and Chadzi had with, with Dwight. And it was very open, fair play to him. Um, we didn't manage to get everything that we wanted to do, but we managed to spend an hour with him. Um, and it was really interesting. Uh, interesting comments as well on that video. People absolutely love him or absolutely hate him. There's no, no seems to be no in between there. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously one of our best ever players. So check that out. There's a little plug there as well. Uh, <laughs> really random reviews have been hanging Around with Bardo, starts name dropping. Yeah, yeah. And Jugsy said, "This is my seventeenth pod of the week as well." So I've been on quite a few. Uh, this yeah, week. big time, uh, big time, Omar. Yeah. Big time, big time. Just trying to help out. Just trying to help out. That's all it is. Uh, so let's move on. Should we move on to? Um, should we move on to Hero and Villain of the Week and move yeah. on to the Brentford game or anything else you want to discuss about Unai Emery? I'm conscious. I, I didn't necessarily want to go into like too much detail into his playing style and the formations and the the personnel, etc. But more sort of the the principle behind why we've signed him, just because I think a lot of other pods have, have covered that in, in great length, and I don't want to sort of duplicate what others have done. Yeah, and probably better than we would do it, to be fair, as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd agree. Should we move I'd on? Agree. I've, here in Villain, I've actually updated this video, but I haven't uploaded it yet, so you're going to have to make do with what the one I showed you last week. So here it is. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? So the new one, I've got the I've got the Villa Talks badge on instead of the A. Oh mate, uh, I might make you Villain of the Week just for um, just for showing that. So um, Hero of the Week, uh, a oh, few nominations. Oh you, oh, you love that. You absolutely love that. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, it was really good. That <laughs> few nominations for Hero of the Week uh, for me. Um, Danny Ings, um, as a person who has a son with autism. Uh, it was great to see Danny Ings um, helping uh, our mascot out, who obviously um, needed to wear ear defenders because of the noise uh, and to make him feel comfortable. And I hope Danny Ings did the same thing. Obviously, really simple, easy, small gesture, but massive for that for that lad. So uh, massive shout out to Danny Ings uh, for that. He's a nomination. Ollie Watkins, 
nominating him primarily to wind Sam up because he's not on the pod. Uh, and we had a ma- <laughs> we had a massive argument on uh, WhatsApp about whether Ollie Watkins was shit or not. Um, we were all on the side of him not being shit. But uh, no, no, um, no, no, no. Omar, Omar, uh, hang on, I haven't finished. Sam and to a lesser extent, Omar yeah, were on the side of him being shit. I, I think even I was, say, I was perfectly even, sage. I thought in that, but very bad. Even bad. Sam softened his stance by the end of the conversation. Oh, to be we, fair. oh but, we beat him down. We beat him down. Oh yeah, yeah. Beat him into submission. But um, Watkins obviously ended his goal drought, which was brilliant. Uh, good performance all round, so I'm led to believe, although I didn't actually see the game, uh, if I'm honest. Um, say that on the pod. <laughs> mate, I'll be honest, I was on a train. I listened to it on the radio. What are you, you going to do? Um, and uh, again, uh, a really nice moment at the end of the game uh, where... Um, uh, there's a young Brentford fan uh, that Ollie Watkins used to spend a lot of time with when he was uh, at Brentford. Um, and he went over to that uh, lad and spent some time with him and had a little penalty shootout with him on the pitch and all that sort of stuff. And just that's the Woody, sort of stuff Woody, you love to see from is... players. Yeah, Woody. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, there was a little bit of chat around Watkins celebrating. But to be fair to most of the Brentford fans I saw, especially off the back of them seeing that interaction with Woody, they were all very understanding and they were like, well, he, you know, he doesn't owe us anything. We made a lot of money off him. He was brilliant for us. Uh, and, uh, you know, they all recognised that he's had a tough time and scoring that goal was massive for him personally. And I think that's what it should be like. You should be able yeah, to... I hate people not celebrating. Yeah, exactly. So, I love, um, I love just Vardy. Relief, just relief, I love just Vardy relief. when he winds up home fans. I think everyone that. Do you see him do that? Love it. <laughs> Myself. Uh, yeah. 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 Go ahead. So yeah, so is he your is he your nomination or are you sorry are you going to no those are my two those are two close run things but I think the um I think the hero of the week has to be Aaron Danks I think yeah. he has to be uh, yeah. and it, look we've said already it wasn't rocket science what he did but he did what we've all been saying he needed to do go four two three one double pivot um you've got to drop the players who are out of form play the players who are in form and look, I think as well actually. For all, like, he had nothing to lose in a way because he probably even, you know, if Emery had already agreed on Friday, he probably already knew, like, <laughs> that he, you know, that he was going to only ever have it for a very short period of time. Um, so even if he'd made those changes and it had gone badly, it doesn't make a massive difference to him or his reputation or anything like that, really. But it just went to show uh, that all of our frustrations with Gerard and his stubbornness and his refusal to move away from 4-3-3 just laid all of that there. And I think even in that context, some of what he did was bold. Like, I think we would all have said, yeah, drop McGinn. But to dro- drop McGinn and Ramsey, which is exactly the right thing to do if you're playing that system, because neither of them fit naturally into it as well as some of the other players in the squad. I still think that was a, I think that was still a, a, a bold move. Um you know, even, you know, switching Bailey and, and Watkins in terms of the wings that they've been playing on, even when Gerard has played them as a, as a three up front and played them on the wings. You know, uh, Bailey primarily played on the left for Leverkusen when he, he had his um, uh, his brilliant season before we signed him with whatever it was, 14 goal contribution to a goal involvement or whatever it was. Um so he just did, he just did everything right and it went right um, and it, yeah exactly as uh, Horalio is saying there it's uh, it's not rocket science like drop play players who are in form play players in their right positions pick a balanced team uh, and you will see um, a good performance. So he's my hero of the week. I don't know if you guys have got any other. I hero of the week. completely agree, Carl. 
Yeah, no, completely agree. I reckon hopefully the first and only time a Blues fan is named Hero of the Week on this pod. Uh, so, <laughs> well, closest Blues will ever get to winning a Villa Park, I think, yeah. for a long time. So, yeah. um, but it was not uh, nice. I mean, though, I think he emphasises he's a local lad. He understands Villa. He understands the club, even though he probably you know has grown up, grown up a Blues fan or whatever. But as I said, with, with even when Grealish left, you know, when people are involved in football, when it comes to actually supporting clubs, it's, it's a different ball game, really, isn't it? Um, when you're involved in football day in, day out, having to play for different clubs or whatever it is as a professional, um, it's yeah, it's completely different. Um, and I think the fact that he has a local connection, I think it really helped. And I think the fans got behind him, which was which was great. Um, for those of you joining, uh, we have already discussed Unai Emery um, uh, at length. So we're just moving on to the, the Brentford game. Um, uh, just just because we haven't uh, haven't done a review of that pod with so much going on, um, Carl, um, do you think do you think Aaron Danks has laid a template then for Unai Emery now moving forward um, in terms of personnel, in terms of in terms of shape as well? He might, I mean, he, he might have his own ideas about uh, personnel and which ones fit better into it. But um, I think I think the formation. I mean, to no brainer. And I, I know I half jokingly said that it might have been why we played it to give him a sort of idea of how it works. Um, but I mean, he hasn't. I mean, I know it, it, it could all go horribly wrong against Newcastle. He, it, we're likely going to choose the same personnel against Newcastle, and um, so he might feel like he has a bit of work to do when he when he comes in after that match. But um, I, I, I think, I think exactly how we played is how he's going to how he's going to start, um, and probably with the same personnel. And then, then it's about him. Coaching and being the world class coach that he is, um, mm. improving some of the players um, that have regressed under Gerard um, McGinn being one of them, Ramsey being another. Um, hopefully, he can. Well, he can... all of all of them actually. Yeah, well, no, I, just I, 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 I stopped at Ramsey there, realizing <laughs> I could just go through the whole whole. Way. Um. So so yeah, I, I think I mean it was it was a it was a brilliant performance. It was. Really handy that we scored so early on because the Villa yeah. fans, home fans, were, were completely behind it. And mm. I mean, they were from the beginning anyway, but, you know, it can get a bit tetchy at times. Um, and I think it feels like just that one result, even before us appointing Emery, it felt more like just after that one result, I was looking up the table rather than behind, even though there's still only a couple of points. Sort of behind us. It's, it's weird. It's weird, though, isn't it? It feels like it feels like I know. I, I'm completely contradicting myself because I was. I think I was on our pod, maybe even Villa View, talking about it, and I just said, "Oh, I, I think it was Villa View actually before the game." And I was not. not so, many pods, so many pods. So many pods you're on, mate. It's hard yeah, to remember. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm only on two, but still. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking. You know, yeah, whatever happens with the Brentford uh, Brentford game, I still think there's so much to sort out and. Something's wrong with the club, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then we lose. We, you know, we win four 0 and my mindset completely changes. And I think the players needed it, the fans needed it, the club needed it. Just that performance, that start, you know, three goals in the first fifteen minutes, or whatever it was. I don't think we've ever scored that many goals in the, in, that, in the Premier League in that quicker time. Um, it's just completely, it's completely rejuvenated the club. Don't you, don't you feel aged now with Unai Emery coming in as well? There's a completely different mood and mindset. Oh yeah. In the club. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were we were miserable last week, weren't we? You know, um, and we have been for a long time because, you know, as we said, not only were we not getting good results under Gerard, but the football was dreadful as well. It was just really appalling to watch. And um, it, it's also like 
f- fans end up sniping at each other because you know some are blaming the players, some are blaming the manager, all of that, and just the whole mood around the club um, is totally different uh, off the back of bringing in a manager with a proven track record, having a good result, seeing that actually you know the players are good enough at this level if you play them in the right way, if you pick the right combination, all of that sort of stuff. That they're not, mm. uh, you know, th- there was considerable concern given how far all of the players had regressed about whether we had a squad that was anywhere near good enough to compete for mid-table in this division. Uh, Mm. But I think, you know, having seen that performance, uh, uh, that result against Brentford, can't say I saw the performance, um, (laughs) having seen that result against Brentford, it's clear that we do. We, you know, the players are good enough. to you know, perhaps not. We're not talking about them. The, the current squad being good enough for top six, especially with the injuries that we've got, or even top eight. But mm. to be comfortably mid-table, there's no question that the squad is good enough, and that they were undermined by a poor coach, and that's why we are where we are. And now mm. we've got an excellent coach, so hopefully we won't see that any longer. So who's your who's your villain of the week then? Well, now my villain of the week is every single prick of which there are many. Uh, and you almost said it earlier, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because I think you were just trying to stimulate the discussion. Every single prick who has said that the players were downing tools under Gerard, and the only reason for this performance against Brentford was that they were suddenly trying when they weren't trying before. And I've been saying, even last week when we were miserable as fuck, I was saying on that pod, I don't think in general, perhaps the Fulham game, but in general, I don't think there's been a lack of effort from the players at any time this season. I think the issue has been they're poorly coached, they're played out of position, they don't know what they're doing, they, you know, they've given been given no uh, creative structure to break teams down, they've, you know, there's no attacking patterns of play, we don't create any chances, uh, Gerard created this whole mood of negativity and all of that sort of stuff. So it's not that they weren't putting an effort in, and anyone who's saying that is either being lazy or being a wind-up merchant. And I've seen Shearer say it. I've seen uh, heard Lee Hendry saying it earlier. He should know better as somebody who watches the Villa all the time. Uh, all kinds of people saying it. And very few people in the mainstream media. I think Tom Colomus is one who came out and said he didn't think it was the case. And, you know, the reason why we were so much better against Brentford was because we dropped players who were out of form. We played a balanced team. We changed formation to a formation. Everybody who watches the Villa regularly has been saying we should have been try- at least trying to see if it worked. You know, and yeah, the the fact that Gerard blamed the players all the time probably did mean subconsciously that they weren't playing to the best of their abilities. But it's not like any of them were specifically not trying and were on purpose trying to get him sacked. That is just nonsense. I'm sick of it. I expected it. Obviously, we expected them all to gather around their mate, you know, to gather around the super wonderful Stephen Gerrard, Premier League legend. We all expected that. We're used to that, having been Stephen Gerrard's Aston Villa for a year and trying to tell people that he's useless as a manager. Mm. Um, But nonetheless, it's still really wound me up over the last few days. And uh, I'm putting all of those guys in the bin as villain of the week. Yeah, I think that's fair. Carl, this is normally your segment, so uh, let's quickly get your thoughts, and we're going to move on quickly to the Newcastle game um, and Villa Vault. Uh, but Darren Ambrose was one who mentioned yeah, in the comments. Jamie and, and, 
Uh, Jamie, Jamie Hara. Hara to be fair one. to Darren Ambrose, he, no, he came back and said, I've, I've been put right by Villa fans. I was, I was wrong. One person who um, was one that was saying, actually, no, it was the tactics, was Darren Bent. And um, yeah. he yeah. usually doesn't have a fucking clue what he's talking about. <laughs> but I, um, yeah, I, I've been furious about it as well. I, I, what I, the thing I don't, I don't get about it is that it's much more, it's much easier to believe that the manager was just shit than all the yeah, players yeah. to stop playing Every football. single player. Like, yeah, they've yeah. all got together and went, should we play shit? Not, not some shit that it's <laughs> obvious. We'll just play a, like 10% shitter today. Yeah, not to mention, not to mention, like some of them are trying to get into World Cup squads and stuff no, like that. Like Ollie yeah. Watkins isn't going to go. Do you know what? I'm not going to bother. I'm just going to be shit. It's probably my realistically my best chance ever to go to a World Cup. I'll be yeah. 31 by the time yeah, the yeah. next one. Yeah, but Coutinho, maybe I just won't bother. Coutinho, even Coutinho, Gerard's man. You know, he's yeah. It's not like he's not. You know, yeah, he's Brazil. He's his probably last chance to play for for Brazil in the World Cup. And he was in the squad. Now he's out of the squad. He's been in poor form. You know why would yeah. he, why would he play? No, shit? I just why would I just be shit. shit. Why would he? I just be shit. Shit. Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. Uh, they've all protect. They're, they're just yeah, as you say, they're protecting them, mate. They they all sort of worship worship him. They can't possibly think that just because he was a brilliant footballer, he can't possibly. How could he be a shit manager or a shit mm. coach? It's because that that's just the way it is. Maradona was fucking shit. Uh, yeah. a shit football manager. Um, yeah, just just the way it is, and it, it, but it, but yeah, it just it amazes me that it, they they are quick. They'll just believe that the players are just not trying, rather than the the tactics are all wrong. The yeah. formation yeah. completely doesn't suit the team, and um, and his and, man and, management and, was terrible. Man, man. Yeah, apart, yeah, from, yeah, exactly. apart from yeah. that, there's nothing apart to criticise it for, really. Is yeah, yeah. Oh, this kid, the Tubbs Mafia. Um, few good comments there um right let's move on to the Newcastle game we're not going to do a proper preview um just because we've spent so much time talking about you know Emery but let's let's I've, I've quickly this is literally me doing in the last two minutes rustled together a game for Villa Vault um so let's do that oh. we'll, get your we'll get your predictions as well so this is a bit of a surprise for for you guys it's time for the Villa Vault Right, so we are going back to... Actually, before we do that, let's quickly get your prediction for Villa-Newcastle. I'll prediction first. Yeah, let's do a prediction. AJ, your prediction? And, and guys, who, for those watching, give your predictions in the comments as well. I don't know. They're doing really well, aren't they? They're looking good. Uh, we're away. Obviously, there's a good mood around the place. I'm going to go for a draw. I think we'll still have a bit more freedom about us. Maybe we'll score twice. So let's say 2-2 two -two in a good game. 2-2, two, two, yeah. A uh, few two ones I've seen in the comments. Bit of pessimism. Um, <laughs> Blues fans in the comments, welcome. Welcome to the pod. Uh, it's really, really great you're uh, wasting your Tuesday night and coming on the Villa YouTube channel. But fair play well, to they're you. Not, they're not going to want to listen to a fucking Blues podcast, are they? Yeah, true. Oh, do, do, they they do, they, do they have podcasts? I don't know. They have. Do they have electricity in small age? They don't have oh, oh, Let's not go. Let's not. Let's not. They definitely don't have Wi-Fi, do they, over there? Okay. Let's not go. Let's still not. on still on WAP, I think, aren't they? Not uh... <laughs> The 56K modem, AOL free trial. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, still got that. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, Carl. What did you say? 2-1. I, I haven't said anything yet. Oh, sorry. No, AJ, sorry. You said 2-1, didn't you? No, I said 2-2, two, two, mate. Bloody two, two, hell. Sorry. Pay sorry, attention. Sorry. 
sorry, I was just I was too too into uh, modems and uh, AOL. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Carl, your uh, your prediction. Twenty-seven now. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, We're back. He's back. Yeah, there it is. Yes, Gerard's out. What are the goal scorers, mate? Um, Den Donker scores all twenty-seven. Oh wow, that'd be quite the turn up for the books. Yeah, that's weird. I don't think he's ever scored 27 goals in his career, but fair play. Do you want me to fair check? Shall I have a quick look? <laughs> no, yeah, you, no, no, we're going to... Yeah, uh, are you actually going to check? What can I do? Yeah, I'll Lincoln. have a look. 5-2. Uh, DW's gone for end-to-end game. 1-0 Villa. 5-2. 5-2 to us? Yeah. 2-1. 2-2. A lot of 2-2s. A lot of 2-2s. A lot of Desmond 2-2s uh, on the comments. Um, the donks. Right, let's. Uh, so we're going to go back for. Uh, we're going to go back to 2004, 20th of August, 2004. Aston Villa at home uh, against Newcastle. 18 goals. Um, 18 goals in his entire career. I was thought, I thought he meant Aston Villa Newcastle uh, game in 2004. No, goals. Like, no, not the car. No, Dendonka. So you're yeah. right. He hasn't even scored 27 in his career. So there you go. Oh, 20. Um, if you look at all competitions, he's on 21. So ooh, not 27 though. Um, right. No. <laughs> I didn't uh, say he'd scored 27 goals already. I said he was going to score 27 goals against Newcastle. Why are you fucking looking up his stats? It doesn't matter. He's scored well, 27. Literally, I've had no other stats today. He's so only played to... once under Aaron, Aaron Danks. So, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. He didn't score, though. Um, I haven't given my prediction, actually. Um, Go on, then. I think, uh, I think it's going to be... One nil. Uh, no, I know we. I, uh, Who Villa, yeah. Villa, Villa. Okay. I'm not. I'm not going right. to. I'm not going to predict a loss. I'm not. I'm not that pessimistic. I'm not Sam. Um, but um, I think one nil in the comments. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, Newcastle going to be a, a, a difficult proposition. Of course, they're going to be a difficult proposition. They're in. They're in great form. They're playing so well. Uh, How's doing so well? More than I ever expected. I'm sure more than all of us ever expected. How well he's doing there. Um, how, but I still, how well, yeah, how well he's doing there. Very good, yeah. Um, but just, just, yeah. I still think I think we're we've got a good momentum, and I think Dan's still going to be charged. I think first November Unai Emery comes in, doesn't he? So, I uh, yeah, still I think why not? Let's let's uh, let's feed off the positive vibes, and uh, you know, let's go, let's go for it. So we're going to go back to so not August two. Uh, sorry, I got that wrong. It's April two thousand and five. Uh, Newcastle, Aston Villa, St James's Park. What was the score? Is it the? It's not the. It's not the one with the fight, is it? Is it the fight one? It is, isn't it? We've had the fight one on the pod before, mate. Have um, we? Yeah, I've so. we? We've, we've, we've got lot. We've got lots of. We got. We got lots of uh, new. Uh, new. Yeah, yeah. No, let's do it. Let's do we it. won, didn't we? We won. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Jason. Hit the like. You miserable gits. Yeah. Hit the like button. Yeah, yeah. All that good jazz. Why don't you? Why don't you put up the guy who's buzzing off me? Put that comment. I'm buzzing off car, 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 car. Come on. Don't. All right, there you go, car. Got your Thank you. Cheers. Five, five seconds. Of <laughs> um, <Jesus Christ. laughs> so how can you see all these comments in advance? I'm not seeing them. Oh, huh? Come on. You were just you were just slagging off blues fans and not being able to use a computer. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to do it, mate. Um sorry, was it three nil that game? It was three nil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three nil. Yeah. Right. Um so and uh, obviously the famous Kieran Dyer and Lee Boyer fight. Well, and the more famous, in my opinion, Stephen Taylor, I've been shot uh, in the 
in the chest by a, a, a bullet when actually <laughs> yeah yeah very good i was gonna be my next question because i was say three I, who's the third so uh, well yeah. done uh can i also just mention uh tom friend of the pods when he said uh stephen taylor was a future england captain remember that uh, yeah did he yeah did he did he yeah, say yeah. that oh he my did God. yeah no. well after that game or before that game well, I don't think specifically like after that game. After that no, no, game, no, I don't, sure I don't mean like I don't mean like immediately after that. The I mean, day after is like, oh yeah, he might have done that, but I can't remember the no, timeline I mean, exactly. I mean, but I remember with that, it back, with that in the back of his mind that he'd done that previously against whether. I don't know. I don't know. I just remember him saying it, it's bad enough, regardless of whether it was before or after the incident, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the, that was the third sending off. Yeah. Very even more famous. I agree. Um, who were the scorers? Uh, Vassal. Scored? Did he no. score the penalty? No, Barry scored the penalty. Barry mm-hmm. scored the pen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Malberg. Nope. Mm, I can't. I can only remember the penalty. Well, there was actually two. There was, there was two penalties actually. Oh, Barry scored two penalties then. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Jess got it right. Yeah, two penalties there. And the other goal scorer scored within the first five minutes. Striker. Striker. Carew. Not, no, not in 2005. Too early. Mate, come on. You know, unless it's the 90s, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah, you are you know, are very much a 90s kid. It's aren't all, you? That's all it's too late for Angal, is it? It is Angal. It is yeah, Angal. Angal. Was he in that game? game? Whoa. He was in that game. Wow. Yeah. David, this was David O'Leary days. Um, yeah. I think I think this was, must have been a good, uh, it was a fairly good. I think we might have finished like 10 or 11 or something like that, that season. Um, so let's do lineup, Villa lineup. Um, so looks like we played a four-four-two. Um, oh, Emery, em- Emery would like that. No, he likes four-four-two. Yeah, he likes a four-four-two. Keeper Sor- Sorensen. Sorensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back four, back four. Malberg. Malberg. Yeah. Larson. Yeah. Always oh, Larson did play. Larson um, played. Yeah. Um, without the centre halves. Jalo There's centre halves. Right back. We're missing the right back. Right back. Second uh, touch Delaney. second. Yep, second touch was a tackle. Yep, yep. Delaney. I said, yeah. I said, yeah. All right. <laughs> stop saying second touch was a tackle when I've already I named just, it. Tr- I was just trying to say. I don't need a clue if I've already answered it, mate. Wasn't a clue. It's just yeah, a joke. Oh, Come on. Guess on YouTube becomes big. Barry. Car. Barry's in the team. Yeah. We know that. Uh, Barry, yeah. 2005. McCann, was it too soon? No. Yeah, Barry. Um, uh, you mean Barry? Two central midfielders. Uh, not McCann. Says, I already said McCann. Someone who came through the. Uh, Barry's not. Where's Barry playing? Barry's playing left wing. Right. What you? Two central midfielders. A youth. A youth team. A youth teamer. McCann. No, you. No, you said player. McCann already. Uh, Got the most caps in Northern Ireland ever. Steve Davis. Stephen Davis. Davis. Yeah. Uh, uh, must have had a more defensive one in there as well. Did Stutt- he? Stuttgart, I think it's Stuttgart's oh, Hitzelsberger, yeah, and True. then uh, Steve Bruce's enemy, Cabbage. Any any sort of Andrew. salad? <laughs> Newcastle yeah. fan. Any <laughs> sort of salad. <laughs> We're just on a bowl of salad playing right wing. <laughs> well, Lee Andrews, one of the villains of the week, so you know he's our enemy yeah. too. So then, up front, we've got Angel and the other one. You've named him. Carl already named him. Guest. Oh, did he? Angel. Oh, Vassal. Vassal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And um, well, should we go quickly do subs? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, we haven't got time. Right. Carl and Cole Solano and uh, Ridgewell came on, Um, and then so looking at Newcastle sides. Any any Villa 
links. Uh, Solano. One... Solano. Milner. No, Solano played for Villa. Milner is one, yeah. And I think... Oh, there's one more player. Goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, two. actually two more players. You're right. Two more players. Oh, no, three more players. Three more Give players. Given. Say given, yeah. Um, Genus? Yes, yeah. I was going to say Sprinkler, but yeah, you got it. Yeah, that was a clue. The other um, one was a central defender, played under... Uh, David O'Leary as well. I think because we signed him the next season, actually, and he played right back and centre back. Oh, Don't Aaron at... Hughes. Yeah, ah, Aaron Hughes. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Well done, Jay. Today. Well done, Jay. Then right. Levy there got it right. Roger Morrison got it right as well. Well, I think that's it for us, uh, boys. Enjoyed that quick, quick preview. Not really a preview of Newcastle, but no. Yeah, uh, we you know we managed to get Villa Bolt in. I managed to use one of my videos. Um, but Unai Emery is—you've got, is, got to sort that hero and villain of the week one out there. Yeah, right? I will. I will if that's, will, if that's still on next week, then you're villain of the week. The news, yeah, the news one's too loud as well. Yeah, turn yeah. the news down. It's really loud. No yeah, one I'm, wants loud news. I've done it. I just haven't uploaded it yet. I'll do it. I'll sort it. Out. Don't worry. Sorry, guys. we didn't even need it this week. Oh, it wasn't right. even like a news segment. It was just stuff everybody already knew. Yeah, yeah. All right, calm down. Calm down. You guys are getting really brave on YouTube. You know that. How really brave you are. Uh, I might, I might get Chazzy and Chugsy back on. I think. Um, I think you should get them on. <laughs> but th- no, thank you, boys. Thank you for your time. Uh, Unai Emery's yeah. here. Well, he's not here yet, but he's a new head coach of uh, of Aston Villa. Great appointment. We're all really, really positive for once, uh, onwards and upwards. And uh, yeah, up the Villa. Up the Villa. Up the and the, Villa. And the Elks. And the, come on, you donks. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it.